Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening today to episode 184 of the Treaty Talk podcast. Myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. Both are senior teams are in action this weekend. Both are looking for Munster final places. We also have the under-20s to look back on and look ahead to that, that minor football game after we missed it last week. So do stay tuned for all that and more. Impression the game, we get all with what you put into. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Kilkenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody. I just can't help thinking there, Jack, but there are, there are a few beauties to add to that. Like there's two Kyle Hayes goals and, and, and there's a, brand, a Brian Fanning special. Oh, there's definitely a Brian Fanning special. I suppose welcome back first and foremost. Um, we were, we were missed last week. I don't, I don't hope to do it by myself again uh, anymore. You did, you did um, a good job, Jack, and I'm getting worried, you know. <laughs> Well, I was able to sit down for the first time in a few weeks. That is, that I suppose it's the first time in five or six weeks that we're both in a reasonable state health to be able to, I yes. suppose, sit down in peace and, and chat to each other. But um, it's a lovely day well, outside. Hop up I, Jack. I, I hear it's supposed I'm... to be a good weekend. Um, hopefully, we'll have two results. But first and foremost, before we get into games, how are you keeping? I'm I'm keeping good, Jack. You know, I, I'm getting there slowly, but it's it's been a long road. But look, I'm I'm I'm, I'm nearly there. You know. Yeah. Look, once I, you see, I, 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 that... I expect to be in 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 more places now than I was for the last five months. You know. Yeah, and with the way the hurlers are going and the footballers are going, there could be a monster final there for you, depending on when when they fall and and where they are and stuff. So we'll we'll have fingers crossed. Looking outside, it's it's a lovely day out there. We're supposed to get a lovely weekend. I think that kind of weather suits both the, the senior teams. And they're obviously where most of our attention is going to fall today. Um, the hurlers are in Ennis on Sunday looking to see that Munster final place. They don't have to win. That'll just come on results elsewhere. The footballers are on first on Saturday evening in Turles. There obviously is a semi-final straight knockout kind of a game. Well, there'll be qualifiers and we might start with the footballers, Matt. Um, Saturday evening in Turles, we were there three years ago. And I suppose you could kind of say that was probably the start of this team's journey. They were out of Munster Championship victory of any kind in seven years. They went down to Tipperary, who had reached an Ireland semi-final, just a couple of from Ian Corbett, Killian Fahey, Peter Nash, same players that are there now, three years older, three years wiser. We were in Division 4 at the time, we're in Division 2 now. Limerick are probably favourites against Tipperary for the first time in an awful long time, Matt, but one thing is for sure, 
we've seen over the years, you'll never forget 2020. This, and Billy said it last night, that interview is on our YouTube and social media. It's going to be close. It's going to be tight. And Billy even said he wouldn't be surprised to see penalties an extra time. Yeah, I was uh, actually reflecting on it there, Jack, in the last 24 hours. I was saying to myself, will, will Tipperary be putting him, um, you know, a bit of practice into preventing um, Limerick from scoring the scoring penalties should it come to it? Because, like, all, all, all the pointers towards it, Jack, are towards a very, very close game. And, um, like, both sides have been promoted, albeit Limerick have been promoted to Division 2 and um, Tipperary to Division 3, but... Like you know, it's it's it, it's only two years ago since uh, Tipperary won the Munster Football Championship. Yeah. Um, a historic Munster Football Championship for the first time since 1935, and they did it the hard way. They went down to Cork and beat Cork in Cork, which was a you know a tremendous performance. And uh, you know, all right, they got beaten by Mayo in the All Ireland semi final, but they had a dreadful start in that that in in that semi final, if you recall, with some early Mayo goals would fought their way back into it. Like, and you don't become a bad team overnight, but maybe there was a bit of a hangover um, from from 2020 that carried them into 2021 and saw them relegated to Division 4. But, like, they were in good company going into Division 4 because Cabin had won the Ulster Championship and surprisingly beaten Donegal in the, 1920, uh, the 2020 Ulster Final. And they too fell through the through the trapdoor to to Division Four. So like Tipperary haven't become a bad team overnight. They haven't um, like um, their sojourn in, in 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 Division Four was very 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 short. It was the minimum amount of time just down and 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 straight back up. And mind you, they didn't start too well. Um, it didn't augur too well in the early rounds of the league for them. Um, they 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 drew Waterford the first day out, I think, and and. Um, Suffered a heavy defeat to Leitrim, was it in in round two, and um, looked as if they were, um, you know, that they were going to be anchored in Division Four for a while, but pulled it all together again and um, ran Cavan so close there in in the um, in the um, Division Four final. So, like, um, it, it 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 would be foolhardy on our part or anybody's part to underestimate the threat that Tipperary are going to bring on Saturday evening. Yeah, it definitely would be. Um... You mentioned there about their Division 4 team, but they don't get bad overnight. Um, I was in Crow Park for their final against Kevin. They probably should have won the game. Kevin just got to run them towards the end. And we saw what Kevin did to Donegal last weekend. So these teams can can bring it on Championship Day. They have Connor Sweeney still. They've lost, obviously, Mike Quinvin is a huge loss. And there's a few more kind of injured. Or I know Robbie Kiley is looking to be back fit and they've brought in a few more players, but... That 2020 game, Matt, would it linger on the, the, the Limerick players' minds? There's obviously a huge turnover, like not turnover, crossover of players. I'd imagine there's the Bones, the 12th, 15 of them still starting. And for anyone that doesn't remember, Limerick looked home and hosed. Tipperary brought it back. Limerick kind of went ahead again then. In a, it wasn't a sideline ball. It looked like it was a sideline ball. It was a free from the sideline from Connor Sweeney to bring it extra time and then just... Brian Fox did the damage, and um, he he won't be around. Um, but um, how much of the hurt um, did Limerick get rid of when they beat him in the league in in twenty twenty one is the question. But they 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 certainly will they, they certainly will be hurt. Plus the fact that um that they, they'll be hurt on the Tipperary side as well because um um <clears throat> they won't be taking anything for granted. The fact that they have home comforts because. 
It's only three years ago since Limerick went to the winter tourless jackets, rank outsiders, and and, yeah. and came away with, with a very, very, very good victory. So it really won't be taking anything for granted either. But um, certainly it, it, it will be on the minds of, of, of um, uh, a certain amount of the Limerick players that were involved in that. It was just heartbreaking um, in the Gaelic grounds that evening. First of all, you had this... Uh, this, um, you know, it was a point for the ages. It was a modest Fitzgerald escape on, yeah, on, on the part of, 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 of Conor McSweeney and, and to put it over the bar and then to go to extra time and then to lose in the circumstances it is. And I, I suppose uh, um, to to add to the hurt, um, uh, the fact that Tipperary went on and won the Munster Championship. Um, yeah, you know, it, it definitely meant the defeat much worse. Limerick, Limerick are saying to themselves there, but for the grace of God, go I, you know. And, um, you know, it, it just compounded the thing. But, um, yeah, I think there will be a certain element of a carryover. But, you know, I, I think I think Billy Lee will, 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 will try to shut that sort of stuff out for the simple reason. What he will be focusing on is what has happened since. And what, have, what has happened since has been very, very, very positive from a Limerick point of view. Um, a good <coughs> first year of consolidation in Division 3. Unlucky to lose to Derry in the semi-final last year. And, you know, all the, the Joves comforters were out there and saying like that it couldn't be repeated again. Um, and that was back there in 2021. It was a truncated version of the league, which and you'd say to yourself, over seven games, can Limerick do it? And the answer, of course, Jack, is an emphatic yes. Yeah, it was it was definitely yes. And I suppose for Tip as well, there's that added caveat that if they lose to Limerick, they're out of the All-Ireland Senior Championship, for want of a better word, and into Talchon Cup. Limerick will be into the qualifiers. I know it's still up in air. Like, Kevin are definitely the front runners now in the Talchon Cup after losing to Nigal, but Tipperary could join them there. But... Before we before I get on to more in the Tipperary game, I'd say it's a handful of Limerick games you've missed over however long you've been you've been covering Limerick or however long you've been supporting Limerick. How did you find, I suppose, listening to the penalty shootout, the first penalty shootout of all time, and, and you weren't there? How did you, I suppose, negotiate that? Well, I I I I was in very very good uh, supportive company. Um, when the penalty shoot was taken taken place, um, I, uh, there was there was a Genru, um, um GA function, and we were, we were huddled around the, um, our phones, um, listening to it. And um, you know, you know, when I when I heard Ian Corbett was coming up for the first penalty, I said the right man in the right place, anyway. You know, and um, and he subsequently buried it, and. Um, because I, I had an idea, I was saying to myself, if Robbie Burke is taking one now, that's a banker, you know, yeah. that that kind of thing. Pass. But um, yeah, look, it it, it 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 was fantastic, and you know, Brian Brian Donovan's experience um, in, in 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 football, and and um, James Norton. James Norton's penalty was actually clinical, Jack. It was it was as near as doesn't matter to the perfect penalty. But don't don't forget Nashi. Nashi was going to be taking number five, and I, I, I've met him since, and he, insi he insists it was, a bank it was going to be a banker. Well, you've, you've seen the picture of the five boys lining up, and Peter Nash is laughing. He knows the job is going to be done 
because I'd say he'd full confidence in in his in his four middle takers, but also in Donald Sullivan. Like he's probably a nightmare for a forward to face into just the sheer size. And first of all, I mean, oh, what he can do with his hands and feet. Then obviously he keeps Limerick in the game with that point blank save that obviously we, we've we've seen and and the highlights since. And absolutely, and and um, of of course. Um, Don Sullivan, when you're facing up to a penalty, is a formidable opponent. Yeah, you know. I was talking about it during the day. He's his head is nearly touching the crossbar, not to mind his arms, um, yeah. and he's just a brilliant goalkeeper. And yeah, that's that's similar. the point, Jack. Um, uh, apart from his size and apart from his experience, Don Sullivan is a damn good goalkeeper. Yeah, they know how to make goalkeepers in Limerick. That's that's for sure across across all codes. Um, really, but don't stop talking to... about all stars now, Jack. You hear me? No, I don't. Uh, but and all stars. I'm, I have made a resolution for this year. Yeah, but sure, you could be. We could get a surprise if Limerick keep this keep this run going. Um, Donald Sullivan will be, will be right in the mix, I suppose, for Billy Lee and his side. And they'll play it down because they've made so much progress. And Division Two would have been the ultimate goal this year, I think. Well, I suppose Munster final as well, but. They're on a trajectory now where this is a four Munster semi final in a row. Like, not that you have to get the job done, but it'll be another huge leap in the right direction if they can bridge that gap to the team of 2010. And I suppose that 2010 final was the kind of coming of an end of a team that were there, kind of in, that got to an under 21 final in the early stage of 2000s and got to four Munster finals in seven years. That this team, this will be their legacy now. Just it's so hard to get over the line, but if they can, it could break new grounds altogether again. Absolutely, it's, it's going to be a huge step in the development, and it's absolutely the next step is is to get that monster final and to to get that elusive back to back victories in the same season. And monster is very, very, very important. Um, uh, like I, 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 I know there's a huge roadblock every year when you go into monster, um, especially for the four so-called minnows and the four so-called weaker counties to get those two back-to-back victories with Cork and Kelly. But this is an and this is an opportunity to kill two balls with the one stone, Jack. Reach yeah. a monster final and get back-to-back victories in the same season in the Monster Championship. And like, you know, I'm sure that Billy Lee this week will be talking about Tipperary, 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 Tipperary. The one that the word Kerry will not be mentioned even. No, I don't mind. No, get the job done on Saturday evening and let the Munster final take care of itself in due course. Yeah, because I remember in, in 2010 when they did play Kerry, Kerry were so hot favourites. There was no hope for Limerick and Limerick put up on the day. But that's for later down the line. It's As you said, it's just Tipperary this week. They're a, they are a formidable team. But I think for Limerick, they have to say... Starting next year, we will be, regardless of what happens in the championship, we will be Division 2, they will be Division 3. They kind of need to hit yeah. the ground running and kind of try and stamp their authority. I haven't heard of any injuries or anything like that. It seems to be all going well in the camp. Um, I'm hoping to get there myself. Hopefully I wake up in the morning and I'm still feeling somewhat okay to get down to Turles because you'd you'd miss a match day greatly. But if you were mm. to call it, Matt, and I think I know where you're going to go with this, will that gap of 12 years be breached this Saturday evening? I think it will. I, I, I think it will. I, I, I have fierce faith, as you have known, as you know, Jack, and, I, and I've said it, about the resilience of this Limerick team. 
and there, there's something about him that the, the camaraderie within the group and and it's 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 all down to the manager that 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 has fostered that type of a feeling in 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 the group and has has brought the whole lot together. Billy Lee has done a phenomenal job, and it's not it's not just us that's recognizing it now. It's been recognized nationally. The, yeah. the the fantastic job that he has done, and and and, and it's only rightly so. And I think Billy will have him primed exactly for for Friday, for Saturday night. Now, I I think they're going to. They're going to get that golden ticket to the Munster final, I think. But it, it'll be close and, um, you know, um, Tipperary are going to fight. Like, at this stage, Jack, you know, they, they must be sick. Tipperary must be sick to high heaven of the sight of the green of Limerick. We beat in him in the Munster championship. <laughs> we beat him in the under-20 championship, uh, under championship final. You know, they must be sick to the teeth of seeing this green and white, you know. And um, how much that will feed into the Tipperary psyche on, on, on um, Saturday night, I'm not sure. They, they should concentrate on the football. But look, um, I, I, I'm, I'm going for Limerick, but very, very, very close, Jack. I, I think it's a cautious vote for Limerick. It's, it's, there's going to be nothing in it, very nothing at all really in it, because, um, you know, Tipperary will, they, 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 you know, they're the nucleus of, of um, many of the players that were involved in the Munster Championship two years ago. Mm. And they will yeah, know players, what it takes. Players you know, don't get bad they, overnight, they, you know. No, no. And you, you, you'd have to say that they won, that they won um, a very, very good Munster Championship. Any championship you win is good, but the manner in which they won it, because like they had to dig extremely deep. And look... Um, I, I might be only looking for reflected glory, <coughs> but I honestly think that <clears throat> it, it was the Limerick um, challenge in that semi-final in 2020 that primed Tipperary to go on and win the Munster Championship. Um, the, you know, the, it, it really tested their resilience and tested what they had, and and um, uh, I, I, I think the roles will be reversed. And I, I agree with you totally, Jack, that when you say it's a fourth Munster semi-final in a row, and it, it, it probably is delivery time, but yeah. and I, I I think it will happen, Jack. Yeah, I think I think they'll get the job done. Um, as Billy said, I wouldn't be surprised to see it go to to ninety minutes to ninety minutes plus penalties. But look, at the end of the day, a win is a win, and hopefully, well, we we, we 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 have we have five hot shots anyway for the penalties. Yeah, and you're running the sticks as well, and bad either. But I suppose you could say quietly as well that Limerick will be happy to go on the road to Turles. Um, they've they've been five from five on the road, four from four, I think, on the road so far this year. Um, obviously, you had um, Antrim, Akram, Portlaoise, Ennis. Hopefully, we can add Turles to that list on Saturday absolutely, evening. But... Absolutely, absolutely, and as I said this before, but. Um, um, when, when, when talking to Billy before the the, the league, like um, he was putting the emphasis on the home on on the home forum. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we changed that now. <laughs> emphasis on the. I think they're a team that will play anywhere, and I think there's great. I suppose one thing that that could be down to is the the bond within the players. I remember we interviewed Billy after Langford, and we had to go into a separate room because the music coming from the dressing room, which is brilliant to hear, and we've, we've yeah. seen it to hurlers. So maybe getting them on a bus two or three hours before a game and just kind of 
getting in the zone, but with their friends, with the players they're going to go to war with, I suppose it helps them. But hopefully that can be the start of a perfect, a picture-perfect weekend for Limerick because I suppose only 15 or 16 hours later, well, I suppose nearly the bonds 24 hours later, the hurlers are in Ennis. Um, well, Jack, have... I, I, I don't know, but what, what are your views? Can I can I be a role reversal for a second and ask you the question? What are your rules and, and your views on finishing games with penalties? Uh, well, I suppose, I, I don't know who said it. Someone said during the week, I think it was Will O'Callaghan off the ball. He said, you go into a game and you know that that's what it is, you know, like it's not as if players, it, it blows the full-time whistle and the referee decides but well, this is what's going to happen. Um, I, I, What I will say is, for anyone that watches rugby, I didn't really agree with the rugby penalties. I thought that was a bit unfair that there was players in different positions. I think it should be the same for everyone. Um, I think penalties is probably the fairest because Maybe a 21-yard free is just different. It's a bit longer. Penalties is... Like, you're going to be practicing penalties at training anyway. And, I, and I'm sure most managers will hate seeing players practice penalties. But it's something that we've done. Nearly every child will play soccer at some stage in their life. Everyone has taken penalties. I think as long as you know that that is a possibility, it's completely fair. Um, but that's just me. I would go for the penalties... It adds the drama. Pa was talking about that, that regardless of the fairness of it or how it goes, that it does add that that atmosphere. He said he could see phones going up everywhere. I got onto one of the lads to stream it for me because I couldn't bear to listen anymore. I needed um, video proof. So shout out to Sam there again for that. But for you, penalties fair? Uh, yeah, I, 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 I suppose. And um, before people start ringing in and, and saying... Callahan is being selective and being green misted, you know. Um, I, 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 I thought it was and, uh, right as a monster fan. We, we, we saw both sides of the coin last week. Um, in that we saw Limerick winning, we saw Munster losing. But I, my hat goes out to to Clare Miners, um, yeah. in the manner in which they went out in the minor holding final. I, I, I think there has to be a better way of deciding a final, Jack. And yeah, I, I think a I'm final, not... maybe, um, you know, is something we're looking at. And also, is there any reason why... Remember Limerick B. Clare in the league um, in 2018 and Colin Ryan got that, it was 65s. Is there a reason that it, that was changed? Is it because they're younger and they wouldn't expect it, I suppose, to hit the ball that far? Or I, I, I don't know, but I honestly think if minors... Um, they put in such an effort, and, and, and you know, uh, anyone that puts in such an effort to get to a final, I think it's a cruel way of deciding. It's a cruel and crude way of deciding it, Jack. Yeah, no, it definitely is for, for players of that age, it is a big blow. Well, if you put players of any age that get to a final, like, yeah, you know, it, it, yeah, I think for a <laughs> final, I suppose, but you can't have penalties in the semi final and, and not have them in a final. One, what I, I would say, I thought, go on. I thought there was a provision there that 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 um, you know that that finals would be treated differently. Yeah, but I suppose with the the leave insert coming up, and some of them might even be involved in the junior cert. Mm -hmm. I suppose they were half time. One solution that I think that could be very interesting is 
for hurling and football is after whatever the the extra time the ball is thrown in and first score wins first score of any kind wins the game yeah i don't know but then you'd have people looking mm-hmm. for soft frees and things or you know but i i would offer an immediate solution for minor anyway you know um abandon the charade it is only a charade, and we have been involved in the charade a couple of years of this thing that Galway have to play the losers of Munster and they play the losers of Leinster in a round robin. Yeah. You know, what's that all about? What's that all about? You know, put Galway yeah. into Leinster. They're in Leinster in the 20s, which we saw. So, yeah, the, the Galway conundrum, the penalty conundrum, they're all for, for, for days down, down the line. But, um, Jack, it's not Galway's fault that they're not in Leinster. No, no, no. And look, they've they've shown an incredible record without playing games. So I imagine how good they could be if they actually got a taste for a game and got a few under their belt. But um, you know, uh, and I, I have the I, I have to justify during the week like that um, that um, you know, Leash and Offaly wouldn't be contesting the Leinster minor final if Galway were in Leinster. Sure. How how can anyone make a statement like that? I, 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 Jack, I, I, I don't honestly know, but um, you, you know, I, I, I remember this charade with, 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 with this, this round robin thing, and uh, Jack, it's, it's, it, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. look. Like, we, 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 we might leave that for for another day when we don't have the games to look forward to that we do because you know, if, 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 if the people that are tweaking them. Um, um, parts of the the rules and parts of the association may devote more time to things like that than to fixing things that are not broken. We'd be much better off. Yeah, certainly something that isn't that wasn't broken that was fixed that did work was the round robin in the senior championship, and I suppose that's coming to fruition now. We've seen Limerick will round out their campaign this Sunday. They're guaranteed to be in that Ireland series regardless. Um, they beat Clare during the Munster final. If they lose and Clare beat Watford, they're in a Munster final with Clare. If they beat Clare and Watford beat Clare, it's Limerick-Watford final. There's still a chance for Cork into final. Tip aren't gone yet, regardless of what people write. Tip still have a chance. They need an awful lot of things to go their way and they need to give an unmerciful bet into Cork. But um, look, that's not out of the equation. But we'll focus on Limerick first and against... Yeah, I think, Jack, before you just go off that point, um, I, I suppose that underlines in many ways um, the, 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 um, the, the success of the competition. And yeah. here, here we are going into the penultimate <coughs> round of five and, and um, you, you, you have five teams still involved that everybody has a chance from Limerick up there on high with six points to Tipperary and Cork down there at the bottom with no points. You know, yeah, it's it, 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 it absolutely... It's absolutely fascinating. It is fascinating. I think people right now, Tipperary and Cork, could get a could get a shock because we'll get into predictions in a while. But Anus well, the, four, the one thing about Tipperary and Cork is that the Tobin can't qualify. Yeah. Um, Limerick. Uh, yeah, Tipperary and Cork can't qualify. Any any other iterations, and it has to involve Limerick as well because they're true. Yeah. Four o'clock and Ennis could be. We could have the three decided. If Waterford beat Cork at two o'clock, it's Limerick, Waterford, Clare. Um, and then it'll just be a case of playing for, for that Munster final. But just focusing on Limerick last weekend against Tipperary, because we haven't spoke about that. Great sign of a team, Matt, to not play for an hour 
and turn it on for 10 minutes and you win by seven points. And that's pretty much what Limerick did, calling a spade a spade. And I think the worry for other teams is every team has a bad day in them. If that's Limerick's bad day and they still got over the line, what's to come? Yeah, we, 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 we'll take the bad day, Jack. We'll take the bad day. And your summary is right because apart from the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes, Tipperary dominated the game and looked as if they were going to cause a major shock. Mm. And um, like Columbana, like if you look at Tipperary's season, Jack, um, I, I, I was impressed with Tipperary the first day I saw him down against Waterford in the, in the opening round of the championship. And I probably said that here. I was and, um, and where it went horribly wrong for Tip, in my opinion, was in that first half against Clare. And they were absolutely bombarded. But if you, if, if you extrapolate that out of Tipperary's three performances, there are positive signs for Tipperary. There, there, there isn't any doubt about that. And, and, and the positive signs are, of course, that um, those young players coming through who are, who are making the step up. And I'm talking about the, <coughs> the like of Craig Morgan, the like of Dylan Quirk, um, Jake Morris stepping on a bit, and <clears throat> you've Dara Stecklam, and then particularly Ger Brown. Um, you know, Marquio, yeah. Um, like, uh, that, that, that's a huge positive for Tipperary. And, and um, um, like, really, really, what they did was they out-Limericked Limerick. Yeah, physicality. You know, in physicality, work rate, and um, uh, Limerick got no time on the ball, no time to do what Limerick do best in the use of the ball and all that sort of thing, um, uh, particularly in the middle third. Um, uh, now Limerick, Limerick posed danger once it got into the final line because, of course, of the superb performance and the superb form at the moment of of, of Alan Gillan, which like it, 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 it's a joy to watch. And before you asked me the question, it wasn't a red card by any manner or means. Yeah, like I want to ask you, I, I wasn't even going to ask you that because for me, it's never a red card. He has no hand in the hurley by the time he hits Ronnie Maher. It was wild. It was a yellow card. That's fair enough. He was very close to the ball. And if he, I know it's a game of inches, but I mean, he was very close to the ball. If he hits the ball, it's a brilliant tackle. He probably realizes himself that he's a bit late. He has this, he has it swung, so he can't not swing. Like, that's impossible. So let's go. It's a yellow card. Move on. Well, I do have a question about for you about Aaron Galan. If you are a manager or if you want to put yourself in a position to mark him, do you mark him from the front or do you mark him from the back, because we were talking about it last night. Um, we were at a hurling game. Shout out to Skeeton Junior for beating Fiona. But do you I, want I, to? Mark- I, 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 Jack, how so, is it? I knew that when when I skated, when you were going to bring it down. Yeah, but sure. Like you have to, you have to promote your own. It was the first game I was able to go to in five weeks. So I was going to get that in there. But one of the lads did say points to nine or something. Jack, was it? Oh, it was seventeen points to nine. One seven. I think it was. Did the boys get a goal? 17 to 9. Yeah, yeah, you're right there. And see, you don't miss much. Um, but one of the boys said, Do you let Aaron Galan, do you mark him from behind so that he doesn't catch it over you, but he scores 10 points off you? Or do you mark him from the front and he catches three behind you and scores three goals? Because realistically, he's going to win the ball. Flip flip a coin. <laughs> it's just like it's it's David you know, Clifford Tis the, the the form that Angelan is in at the moment, Jack. You know, it is flipper kind. How do you how how do you cope with him? Like 
if, 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 you, if you go back to the Waterford game, Jack, some of the scores he got were off the charts. You yeah, know, some got, of the points he got were just simply off the charts. He got six from play and he was marked from behind. Mm. So he just got out in front mm. and over the shoulder. And that's what I was saying to people that were saying, oh, you have to mark him from behind and let him win it. But, but sure, if he wins it, he's going to score regardless. And if he wins it inside there, he's going to turn and go for goal. It's just... You're trying to make him win it as far out the field. But it just, like, the biggest compliment I'll, I'd pay to Aaron Galan and Limerick as a whole, that even though Tipperary dominated, it was never a case of, oh, Limerick are losing because Keane Lynch isn't there. You know, it's kind of gone to, and Keane Lynch is the best hurler in Ireland. There's no doubt about that. Yes. But Limerick have got to a stage now where it's it's about the system and the players know their roles and if they can catch the fire process, for a few minutes. Yes, repeatedly says the process, you know, and... Um, like, but for a minute, Jack, if we could switch um, from one end of the field to the other, and the oh, performance of Mikey, the, the performance of Mikey Casey, just like he was missing, like we were talking off air, like he was missing for two years, like one year, mm-hmm. you, like I'm a big soccer fan, like I support Liverpool, and everyone is raving about Virgil Van Dijk, and rightly so, he tore his cruciate, and he's back to nearly his level now. Over everyone has their crosses, Jack. But my case, like, he was missing for 955 days between Kilkenny in 19 and Cork in 2022. And he's not just not put a foot wrong. He's getting out of the fence. He's starting attacks. Just, as you said, the best fullback in the land. And I mean, like, that was Dan Morrissey's role last year. And he was the best fullback. And now he's just out at seven. And Kyle has gone in at full forward. And it's just like these players are so adaptable. <laughs> like that's not yeah. easy, but f- yeah, Mike Casey, fair juice to him. Sean Finn oh, the other side, absolutely. like absolutely, you know. Um, but uh, you know, um, it, we have to be uh, apart from um, from um, from a Limerick point of view, and, and the boost is to Limerick. Look, Jack, we're so so happy for Mikey himself, oh, because he is... he put so much. He puts he missed. <clears throat> he missed so much and he put so much into getting back and to get back to the level that he has got back he's got back to the level Jack of as if he has never been away and if if, if, if anything Jack he, he's surpassing the, the, those those great performances that he had before he picked up the injury yeah I think he's <laughs> I think he's a better player which um which is meant to think but I think he is maybe he's just I suppose being around that environment, you are going to get better. But like, obviously, it's very difficult when you're not playing. But I suppose the worry then for other teams is: sure, if Peter comes back, like Mike came back, forget about it altogether. But what I will say yeah. to you is: like, there's no, there's no doubt in Sean Finn is is the best cornerback in the country. But what Barry Nash is now offering you at both ends of the field, like he's got to be right up there. Just behind Sean Finn with the likes of Cahill Barrett, the Rory Hayes of this world, like Barry Nash was a, was a forward till he was twenty four, and now he's probably the second best cornerback in the game. Like it, yeah, these things shouldn't be happening. Yeah, well, you, you see, it's the adaptability. You see, Barry Nash is an extremely good hurler, and if you have an extremely good hurler, they are they, uh, uh, no, they all don't put. Uh, a certain amount of them can make that transition, but he has made it so seamlessly. It, it, it's just phenomenal. And like 
you 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 can see uh, in his instincts like that that um, the the propensity to go forward at any chance he can get, and like he just doesn't go forward to make numbers or anything. He goes forward with intent and uh, like yeah. finding the target. He's a goal to his name, and he has a couple of points to his name. So, you know, um, I, you know, Barry Nash is on the, t- the guy that's on the top of his form, and you must remember. Um, Jack, as well, that um, all right, he made the transition from the attack to half back. Then, when when the need came with the with the injury to Richie English a couple of two years ago, and we were all wondering with our mouths open as to how would we feel left full back, in steps Barry Nash. Yeah, you know, and just, and, and just seamless. And we got we got Richie English. Got his cameo as well. Like he's obviously hot on the heels there. Like I suppose it, it helps the players know that if they drop. Their performance is one iota. There's someone behind mm-hmm. them ready to take the position. Last thing on Tipperary, we've seen them for three rounds. Jack, before, before, before you go away from Richie English, tell me a county team in the country that wouldn't have Richie English as left fullback. There isn't any. There isn't any team in uh, the world I, that wouldn't. I, um, I rest my case, and, and, and that gives you an idea of the strength of the Liberty uh, yeah. squad. I put up a tweet the other day. I was saying the harder the year race at the moment is uh, Groot Hegarty, Aaron Galan, and Dermot Burns. I think those three have been on a different level. Now, I think Declan Hannan, Mike Casey, Sean Finn, um, Barry Nash, pretty much most of the Limerick team, Nicky Quaid as well. But if you were to name, just to name, harder the year so far after three rounds? Ah... Uh... I think uh, Angolan has been absolutely superb. Yeah, I um, would actually. I think to me, to me, between Angolan and and Dermot Bonzi, I think Bonzi has been absolutely superb as well. I, you know, <laughs> it's. A, I, 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 I I'd actually, I'd go, I'd go for the other one. I'd go for Groot Hegarty. I think two years ago when he was hurt of the year, it was kind of from his score. Mm. Now he's kind of setting up and. Just work great, but it's brilliant to have like that. These players can just step up again in the absence. Oh yeah, of the I think that they have Joe is having a fantastic season, and I again repeat what I say that um, I don't think that Garrod Hegarty has been afforded the protection that he should be, and uh, he's been he's been singled out by opponents for special treatment, and I oh. think um, I'm gallant to a certain degree the same, you know, and oh, um, if, if, I I, I have no doubt. I have no problems whatsoever in Garod Hegarty and Angelan be singled out for special treatment provided it is completely within the rules, Jack. Yeah, if you were if you'd love to get a camera on the two of them because off the ball they are they're getting us um the whole game, but sure that's just as long as it's within the rules, that's fair enough and it's up to the lads to hold their own in this. They're certainly doing that. Um I suppose for Limerick, Tom Morrissey is another that, that's starting to heat off to heat up. He was a bit cold the first two games. I am sure he'd admit that himself. William O'Donoghue was taken off. I'd hate to mark and Will this weekend because he'll have a point to prove. And for me, he's the best midfielder in the in the country. On to Clare, Matt. Look, you're guaranteed to be true. I suppose you, you want to retain your Munster title and you want to get into the final on your own merit. Mm-hmm. Do you think John Kiley will go pretty much full strength or will he start to afford the others a chance? That That is something, Jack, that... that um... That, that that has exercised my mind during the week in anticipation of the team being named. You know, um, it's it's a small bit of a dilemma in many ways for 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 John Kiley. What does he do? 
you know, I, I think I think he will probably up for full strength. Yeah. Possibly to keep the momentum going, number one. And number two, I think because while while there is a vestige of doubt there of qualifying for the monster final, I think he'll want to put his best foot forward and pull out all the stops, you know, and put it to bed once and for all, you know, on on um, on, on Sunday. And yeah, there's also Bray. If, if, well. if I were a betting man, which I'm not, I I would be of the opinion that John Coyde will will go as strong as he can. Yeah. He'll name us a very strong side now. Now he might might he might tweak it around a bit. You know, yeah. I possibly would see maybe a start for Seamus Flanagan of to course, give him yeah. more game to give him more game time at whose expense I don't know. Well, Carl O'Neill came off and it looked like could have been injury. Maybe Cahill will get a break because he's been fantastic in his first couple mm -hmm. of... His first championship start, but first couple of championship mm -hmm. appearances. I do feel bad for Adam English and Colin Coughlin because I feel like they would have played because it would have been a chance to experience the white-hot heat of championship with little repercussions because Limerick are guaranteed to go through, if you get me. But obviously, they won't be burned now with an All-Ireland final to come and we'll touch on that in a while. So... Yeah, it look it'll it'll be interesting to see which way he goes, but I'm sure for a lot of them, and, and again a lot of the same players, that defeat in 2018 in Ennis will probably linger a bit. And it wasn't just Limerick lost by a couple of points; they were well beaten that day. And I know they went on to win All Ireland, but that was one of the lowest days I've experienced as a Limerick fan. Um, the lowest one came against Clare in 2013, but we'll forget about that game. But like with the with the footballers in in Turles or in the Gaelic rounds, there will be that small bit of revenge in the back of the mind. There will be, and um, Clare are trying to you know uh, derive oxygen from that uh, that victory of four years ago, and um, you know the the kind of rubbing our noses in it and a bit you know. So um, look, Limerick and Clare um, are games that take on a life of their own. It's one of the keenest rivalries in 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 the game, and it's. Um, it's very, very hard to predict the outcome, particularly when the games are in Ennis. It's yeah. a difficult, difficult, difficult place to go, Jack. And you have Clare on an all-time high um, in in that um, in that they, um, they 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 have victories over the big two, you know. But yeah. um, uh, just just a little his just a little history lesson, Jack, for today. Clare beat Cork. And Tipperary in the Munster Championship when it was knockout in 1955, and were red hot favourites going into the Munster final against Limerick. And um, Limerick, um, nobody told Limerick about it. And um, Mackey's Greyhounds came out and they won the game by 216 to 26, as far as I know, on a day when the late father Liam Ryan captained. Limerick. He was only 21 years of age. He is the youngest ever um, monster winning captain before and since Father Liam Ryan of Capamore. The late Father Liam Ryan of Capamore was, was, the Limerick, um, was the Limerick captain that day. Limerick subsequently lost the All Ireland semi final to Wexford. But um, uh, that will tell you about, um, it gives you a little bit of a background of, I know it's what. Over a half a century ago now, it's but 
67 yeah. years ago. Yeah. But, <laughs> a but, long time ago, but the omens, the omens are, are good and, and, and you take that, but it's hard to call because if Limerick hadn't beaten Tipperary, I would be very in Limerick's favour, but I suppose the want will probably, the hunger isn't never wanes from Limerick. That, that's fair to say because they've retained Earl Ireland. They've won three in four years. But for Clare, if they lose, it puts huge pressure on that last day with Waterford. Um, especially, well, regardless of Waterford's, I suppose if Waterford lose to Cork, Clare know that the last Limerick and lost to Waterford could see them see them out of the championship so and Clare are pretty much written off before championship I think that's fair to say that yeah. 90% of people had expected Limerick, Watford and probably Cork to come through so they've exceeded expectations already but they'd love to get one over Limerick I'll start at 2 o'clock in Dungarvan Watford versus Cork how do you see that um, Jack you know based on forum it should be a gimme for Waterford. But it's not. Mm. It's not. Cork are in the last chance salon. And you'd you you know, Cork would be hoping that there is one big performance in them and that it will be on Sunday and that they will revive their that that they will revive their um their um championship hopes. Now I'm listening to this thing and I I, I, I listened to this latest yesterday that uh, Perhaps the close confines of um, um, Walsh Park do not suit Waterford. Yeah. Um, um, I would think that they would be less likely to suit Cork, who like an open, expansive game. But uh, I, 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 I think the greatest argument against that is that Liam, Liam Cahill hasn't lost a game in Walsh Park in his reign. He hasn't lost many games, better mm. games against Limerick, though, so anything. <laughs> I think I think that turfs that argument out the window, but that includes a win over Limerick in the league in Welsh Park. True, but I, we've seen how Limerick have approached the league in recent years. I'm going to push you here for an answer, because it, it, it won't make an impact on Sunday's game between Limerick and Clare immediately, because they will both teams will be going out to win. But at the same time, if Watford win... The two teams are true, so it makes no odds. But if you were to call us Waterford and Cork, I think Cork, I, I think Waterford will probably win it. But it, it you know, it, it's not going to be easy, Jack. Waterford will probably win it because Waterford's backs up to the wall, Jack. Because um, you picture Limerick being in this situation, you know, having to win the game to stay in the championship, and. Um, because if you, you, you would say Cork, but Waterford, Waterford are in a similar situation because how would you fancy going to Innes in the last round? Yeah. You know? I, 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 I think Waterford's, Waterford's path to the knockout stage of the championship, Jack, is, 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 is fraught with a lot of landmines. And, um, uh, I'm going. I'm going for Waterford to do the job. And the Munster final then? Oh, <laughs> I know there's a lot of permutations. Did you have to ask that, Jack? Um, I did. If 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 Waterford win, it'll be Limerick against the, the winners of Clare and Waterford. And that will be. <laughs> I'd say it'll be Limerick Clare final. <laughs> 
Limerick Clare. I I have a feeling for Cork that they'll come right in the last two games. I think they'll move around players. I think they'll beat Waterford. And I think they'll beat Tipperary well when they need to in the final round. I think Waterford will beat Clare. And I think Waterford and Cork will come through. Now, I've done a permutation this week. That mightn't be a possibility. But that's how I see it. And a Limerick-Waterford. I think I think Clare could easily beat Limerick this, this Sunday. But I think if Limerick go for it, they'll win. They'll go to eight points. And then I think... Well, I, 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 I think Clare could easily beat, beat Limerick this weekend. But I also think that they won't. Yeah, it's a that's just my bold prediction. Um, that it'll be a Limerick Water final and Cork to come through third. Um, yeah. the clear will miss out because of a loss to Limerick and a loss to Waterford who have it all to do. But it look, it's great to have games like that where they're in the melting pot. We've had four rounds of games. Now I know only there wouldn't have been any team has only played three games, Limerick and Tipperary, but that it's still all, all to play for and the same with Leinster now Leinster is probably a bit more straightforward but um, we, we'll leave that off for the time being well I'm Both. going for I'm going, I'm going for um, I'm going for Galway Kilkenny and Dublin and Leinster yeah I would I would be the, the same as you then and oh, early doors only... Limerick Limerick Kilkenny all Ireland final there we go early doors I said it <laughs> but uh, that's what I that's I, what I, I want anyway I helped you, but I'm not responding. Yeah, that's what... Well, they've been waiting for it since 2019, so they'll get it eventually, I think. But uh, we'll have two Munster finals to look forward to, so at 6 o'clock on Sunday evening. Yeah, that, 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 that is my opinion, Jack. I, I, I think we're capable of winning both games, and I think we will. That's no, none of them are going to be easy. None of them are going to be easy. Make no make no mistake about it. None of them are going to be easy, but I, I think we're capable of winning both games, and we can sit back the following weekend and let Cork, Tip, Waterford, and Clare battle it out. Yeah, well, talking about the, the following weekend, we'll have an All Ireland final guaranteed, and um, we'll we'll discuss that more in depth next week, Matt. But I'm conscious that we haven't spoken since the Tipperary Munster final, and you mentioned those green jerseys. That's another one for Tipperary, but um. For the under-20s in that Munster final, I think a lot of them came of age. There's been a lot spoken about them. Personally, I've spoken about an awful lot of those players. Um, and we know the likes of Adam English and Colin Coughlin are with seniors. But even outside of that, Fergal O'Connor, Eaton Hurley, um, these kind of lads, Aidan O'Connor, Shane O'Brien, you know, Patrick, two Herbies. You could name them all, Matt. But we have seen that they're going to face Kilkenny, who... Beat Galway last Monday week in a, one of the best games I've ever seen. They beat Wexford then in the final. We were red hot favourites in 2014 in a in an All Ireland minor final against Kilkenny, um, with a team that has it probably has about 11 or 12 All Ireland winners on it. That Limerick minor team, um, in 2019, obviously that last in the semi final, Kilkenny are there to upset Limerick. But just touching on the, the Tipperary game as a whole, Matt, and just a broad look forward to the, to the All-Ireland final, it's it's definitely more positive for Limerick and the academy and the young players coming through that that production line shows no sign of stopping. It is absolutely <coughs> fantastic. And, um, you know, dare I mention again the unmentionable about, you know, if, if Cahal O'Neill was in among them. But um, um, it, it, it was... 
it was it was great. It was great the last day to um, see Patrick O'Donovan making an impressive cameo appearance towards the finish of it. Yeah, and uh, that that's a major boost as well because um, like Patrick played with the, the with the senior team earlier in the year and who has been dogged by injury since and and um, like it, it's it's fantastic. That's that that was like money in the bank all along. So. Um, yeah, I think Limerick are in a good place, and I agree with you about the players that are really, really stepping up. Fergal O'Connor has been a revelation at fullback. Um, uh, Chris Thomas has been 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 excellent. Um, you, you know, um, Evan O'Leary. Like, you, 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 you can go through them, like, and um, uh, without wanting to name them all. But um, yeah, they're they're in a good place, and I know we'll be talking more about it in depth next week. And um, just just a reminder that Limerick and Kilkenny have only ever met once in the under um, that was in the under twenty one final when it was in that incarnation, and and um, Limerick look won it that, handsomely. Look at that team. <laughs> that yeah, team. Uh, Tom was captain of that team. Yeah, like off the top of my head, you had Sean Finn was corner back. You had Kyle was centre back. Um, obviously, Colin Ryan, Robbie Handley, midfield, they've both won all Ireland medals. The forward line, Keane Lynch, Barry Murphy, Aaron Galan, all won all Ireland medals. Peter Casey, Tom Morrissey, and Barry Nash was the full forward line. You also, Charles Fannigan didn't play at all that year, like, which yeah. just goes to show the depth. And I suppose for that 20 team this year, like we've no Dermot Hegarty, no Liam Lynch. Um, obviously, only had Colin O'Neill for one game, how vital that was. But um, yeah. just the, the production line in Limerick is a joy. And again, we won't dwell on that too much because next week we'll be talking about it in more. Production lines for the football then obviously has been that bit slower. They're at different levels. That's fair to say. The academy is there. But Limerick Miners reached the phase one final against Tipperary and, and I mentioned it last week, but they were beaten by Tipperary who were always strong at underage level. And while it's you're you're defeated before you get to face likes carrying car. Puts Limerick as the fourth best team in the minors. Last year they were the second best team. It's a long way from when they weren't playing any they were playing one game and that was it for the year. These players are getting used to playing games and Munster being competitive, beating the likes of Clare and Watford consistently. Obviously disappointing to lose to Tipperary, but very strong Tipperary team, it has to be said, and they will give Carrier Car um plenty of issues. Um, whenever they play them. So, while not all, it's disappointing. Four games for the minors. Um, a lot more positive to take. And again, production line looks good. Yeah, Jack, I, I, I would be very satisfied. And I'm glad you brought up that that uh, about the minor footballers. Because, and I agree totally with your point, that, that it is a very, very good temporary team. Mm. Very, very good temporary team. And like we gave them plenty of trouble in both games. No, but, you know, Limerick su- suffered a seven points defeat in Tullus in the first game. They could go, have gone away and hung their hat and said, that's it. But they bounced back and, and, and bounced back very impressively against Clare. And um, then went down to Waterford and, 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 and got the job done. And all right, they came up a bit short. Um, like, Tipperary blitzed them in, in the 10 minutes after half time, And uh, uh, th- th- that was the difference. And I agree with you now. Cork suffered a very, very heavy defeat to Kerry last night. Won 16 to 5 points in the Munster semi-final. That sends Cork to Turles next Thursday night. Yeah. In the, 
the played affairs one and I wouldn't be in the slightest bit surprised, Jack, if, if Tipperary were to take him out. Uh, it's a good Tipperary team. Um, they're coming in with a momentum, having played four games, won four games. Limerick have really, really, really tested them. Um, and Limerick were the only team that tested them, Jack. Yeah, that's true. They hammered Waterford and they hammered Clare. And everybody was saying the last day of the of the, 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 the of phase one and that they're going up to Shannon to play Clare. Um, you know, that Limerick needed to be on their toes because Limerick were behind the eight ball going into that game when it came to um when it came to scoring difference, which it looked like that Clare were going to, to beat Tipperary and that they were all going to the three of them were going to end on six four points. <coughs> but no, they 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 did a very big win. I, I, I think you're going to see it, it I'm I'm just saying this to contextualize where Limerick are at. And you've rightly said that in, in the rankings they're fourth. Um <clears throat> but they might be nearer to it than we we think they are. Yeah. Then it, it, it looks at first because, like, you know, I, I honestly believe that Tipperary have a serious chance of beating Cork and Torles next Thursday evening to reach the Munster football final. That's well, going on. Tipperary, on, yeah. Yeah. Like, Cork only scored five points last night. Well, they've seen um, how good Kerry can be either uh, as well. So. We'll, we'll get a better better gauge of where... But, 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 but I'm saying all that. What am I talking about? Cotton Kerry and Tipperary about I'm just saying that uh, basically what I'm saying is in answer to your question about the academy working, yes, it is. And, and, and Limerick are nearer to it than we think they are than, than it looks at first glance, you know? Yeah, and I suppose, Dick, um, Darren Horn and... And Shawnee Buckley were kind of mentioning it. It's about getting those lads ready for senior. And when Billy Lee inherited the senior team in 2017, he spoke so much about like strength and conditioning and getting boys to, to these level. And you see that it's the same players pretty much in 2017 that were languishing in Division 4, couldn't get a Munster win, that are now in Division 2 and winning regularly in Munster. The exact same players just have bulked up. So if the academy can get them started on that journey, now we've seen the you've seen the pictures of Dan Morrissey when he was twenty ones and now and Aaron Gillan the same, Keen Lynch. But like if you can start those lads on that journey earlier, you'll get them they'll be ready for the senior earlier, and that's what it's all about. And again, green shoots for Limerick football, and hopefully yeah, the seniors. You know, there was only a carry. They reached the Munster final last year, gave themselves a very, very creditable performance in the Munster final last year, led Cork at the second water break by a point, subsequently lost by four or five points or six points. <coughs> but and there was only a carryover of two from that from that squad, which meant that it was a complete new bunch. Now, I understand that there might be as many as four or five carrying over next year, which would be very, very important. And you, you need that small bit of continuity. Cork now are in a similar situation in that they had only one player that started the Monster final last year. There was el el eligible this year, young Gillespie from Ahabalog. And um, they had another chap, um, Brian Hayes from from um, from Nemo, who was a sub lad. He was number 26 last year. So like, they didn't have much of a carryover either. But, you know, you need, you need the three or four. It's, it's a big help. But um, Limerick just had two this year, so that that's a factor. But overall, I would have to say that John Keane and Johnny Buckley and the management team um, 
would 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 Damhorn would have to look back on it um, with a certain element of satisfaction, yeah. rather than yeah. despondency. And I suppose really it'll be a three or four years time. Um, they've made the breakthrough at minor to reach the final last year. It'll be a case of can we get to twenties final down the line? Hopefully we'll have had the senior final this year to, to look back on. But yeah, green shoots for the Limerick footballers in that regard. Um, there's Celtic Challenge, Matt, this weekend. There's a semi-final involved in the Limerick team. Yeah, there is. Uh, the, the, the Celtic Challenge um, it has reached the knockout stages. Um, uh, both uh, Limerick Sarsfields and Limerick Treaty were competing in current John Scott. Um, you know, last weekend, unfortunately, Limerick Treaty bowed out in that they, they, they lost to North Cork. Um, 118 to um, to 12 points, but um, uh, Limerick Sarsfields were drawn from West Limerick and, and Limerick City, travelled all the way down to Nolan Park to take on Kilkenny Blacks, and won by 518 to 216, which was a fantastic performance. And mm. um, w- w- well done to everybody that's that, that's involved with him. Uh, now I know Peter Nash is the GDA with him and. Jerry Murphy of Danton is with him and um, David O'Dea and Chris Sexton, like and um, you know, others. They have they've 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 done a great job. And just to put it into context, under seventeen it's under seventeen, the Celtic Challenge, and it's for players that just miss out on making the county teams. So it would be a pretty high standard. So whilst Limerick Treaty are out of the competition, Limerick Sarsfields are through to the semi-final and they will face Dublin. In Clahan on this this um, Sunday noon um, uh, at twelve noon, they they will take on Dublin for a place in the final. The other semi final is between North Cork and Cork City, so it it will be a Cork team in the final. And um, now I, I I'm not so sure of, of the mechanics of it or um, or how it came about, um, but Limerick have played North Cork already. And heretofore, in the in the format of the Celtic Challenge, that would not have happened. So, uh, are, are we are we tweaking again and repairing something that's not broken? But whatever it is, Limerick are in the semi-final of Corn John Scott, and um, it's on in Clahan at 12, 12 o'clock on Sunday against Dublin, with a place in the final against either Cork North or Cork City. Well, let's look to, to the, the Limerick side in that cha- or the Celtic Challenge semi-final. Um, I suppose we don't really want to end on a sour or there, I suppose before we get into that, the under 14s ladies footballers mess um bowed out as well. Um, uh, a shout out to the Limerick ladies under 14 footballers. Um there, there, there is an All Ireland series each year, and uh, just to explain to the viewers and listeners. And it, it, there, there are four grades, um, depending on your your relative strength. And um, there, there is platinum, which is top, gold, second tier, silver, bronze. Limerick competed in the gold series. Um, that, that that's where they they, they 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 were put into the gold series, and and certainly they justified it, Jack, in so far as that. In the group stage in Abbottstown, they had three games. Um, they lost by a point to Monaghan when 
everybody in the ground said it was a draw except the referee. Uh, they lost to Longford and they beat Sligo, which was enough to see them through to an All-Ireland quarter-final, which they subsequently won against Cavan. And last week they were playing Kildare in the All-Ireland series, Gold Series semi-final, and they lost narrowly to Kildare 2-4 to 4, uh, to 2-4 to 1-4. So overall, a good performance. Um, plenty of green shoots there for 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 the ladies. Um, well done to John McNamara and his his management team. They 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 did a great job with him there 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 over the year. And and um, fair play to him to come so near and um, re- reaching reaching an All Ireland final. Um, but it augurs well for the future. Yeah, more green shoots after uh, football this time for the ladies. There also is the issue with Camogie, Matt, and it just has to be brought to people's attention. Just again, the layout, and you had mentioned it in the league, how unfair it was for Limerick to be on the road twice in a row. And the championship draw is worse again, even, you know, with the, with the teams they're playing. But I'll leave you put your point across there. But it, it's not fair, pretty much. Jack? Um, I'm appealing through this medium and through any medium possible. Will anybody give me the semblance even of a cogent argument to justify the following? Limerick were drawn in um, group with Cork, Kilkenny and Clare in the league. Their first two games were away from home against Kilkenny and Cork. We have discussed this in the past, and um, we, 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 th- we thought it couldn't it couldn't happen. Again, now in the championship, Limerick were drawn with All Ireland champions Galway. Their immediate predecessors, Kilkenny, awfully the team that sent them down in the relegation playoff, down an Antrim. And guess what, Jack? The first two this. games. The first two games against Galway and Kilkenny are away from home. How can it happen? Am I missing something, Jack? If I am, or if it's old age or whatever it is, tell me, because I can't find a semblance of a cogent, cogent argument to, to justify it. That no, here, here are making two competitions in the same year drawn against the big guns and have to go away to both of them in the first first two rounds. First two rounds, back-to-back away games. Yeah, like I think it's 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 the look of the draw who you're drawn with. It's just unfortunate that it is Galway and Kilkenny. There, there's, that's unfortunate. But the fact that you're away in two consecutive games, that's where, where the issue arises. Um, it is. That's where it arises, and we'll probably be told that it's the computer that, that that that's doing it. I suggest that that computer should be taken to the recycling centre. Yeah, it just it's just very unfortunate, realistically. You know, look, there's there's no there's no two ways about it. Um, it shouldn't be done. Um, and I think again in the in the men's game, it wouldn't be done. You like the Limerick hurlers were in Parky Cueve. Um, they were in, in Limerick then twice and then they're away. Like it just kind of, they were home back to back in the middle of games. You know, it's, it's different than starting yeah, off yeah, away. Yeah, different, absolutely different. Yeah. Do you know, yeah, like I, 
Cork seed you know, no advantage because there was a concert, you know, Munster did the same. They're all factors outside of, I suppose, a computer system. Yeah, well, factors, uh, you know, factors that don't feed into this type of thing. I, I, Jack, I just do not get it. I just do not get it, I'm afraid. Yeah, it, it, look, it's just, it's disappointing. It puts John Lillis aside on the back foot, but hopefully when they're out in the championship next weekend against Galway, that they can put in a credible performance. Hopefully they can come away with a victory, but something then that they can bring to Kilkenny as well, because it's just, it's a difficult route, but look, Limerick have often proved us wrong and please God, they'll, they'll do the same and again. Then, 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 then of course, they're back-to-back home games. You know, yeah. pity they wouldn't like against uh, Offaly and, and down before travelling no. to Antrim for the last yeah, game. Well, Hopefully, look, now, by the time... I, I've said this before, Jack, that w- 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 with that the, with the configuration of that group, that Limerick, um, Limerick have a chance of making a quarter-final. Well, you look, they have, they have a chance of making a semi-final. No, there's, there's no point ruling them out for that. But yeah. you would hope that if there's losses to Galway and Kilkenny in the first two rounds, which is very feasible because you're against All-Ireland contenders, yeah. that... You can put in the forms that gives you some momentum going into down Offaly and Wexford. But, um, yeah, but uh, what I'd be afraid of would, would be that uh, call a spade a spade, uh, that the, the losses were such that there would be a fallout from it. Yeah, but that look, that we're, we're looking to get that game next week. Um, it's obviously on next weekend. This weekend, the focus, as much of this podcast was dedicated to, was the senior footballers and senior hurlers. Hopefully, Billy Lee and his side can lay the foundation on Saturday evening and then John Kiley and his men can pick it up on Sunday afternoon. But Please God, by 6 or 7 o'clock on Sunday evening, we can rest assured that we'll have the Munster Finals to look forward to in back-to-back weekends and the end of May, start of June. So, look, again, a huge thing. 28th of May and the 5th of June, I think. Yeah. So, <coughs> 4th of June. Um, Hopefully we can put those into the calendar Sunday evening. Um, and the best of luck, obviously, to both sides. Again, huge thank you to Matt and to anyone that listens. And we're, we're not live, obviously, because of um, internet con- connection issues. But sure, down the line, we might go live again and have questions. But anyone has questions, just leave them on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, and we'll get back to them next week. But for now, a huge thank you to Matt, and we'll be in touch again soon. Thank you. Thank you, Especially again, we get all of what you put into. It's like a walk alive. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. But not so much control in the centre of the field from Kilkenny as Richie Bennett sends it high and over the bar. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, it's Shorty Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Limerick went out there from the world court today. No more about him. They made all the run. That was it. Put the ball over the barrel. The fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? We have a couple of injuries. Here comes Kieran Curry. Curry leaving the charge of the left brigade. 45 minutes out. He's a chance to score. He's put it in. There's no sympathy in this game for anybody. 